0: Welcome to Talk Mental Health with Dr. Logan Noon. What's up? Good to be back. Took a nice little hiatus from podcasting. I dearly missed it. Um, But I was trying to hold it together. I was trying to, and I am still trying to be, the best intern resident physician that I can be. And it's incredibly intimidating, challenging, stressful, gratifying. It's all of the things. But uh, I want to get back into the regular... Practice of podcasting. I want to continue doing this throughout the really entire duration of my career Because I've been really trying to meditate a lot. Why the hell am I even doing a podcast in the first place? And I think quite simply it's that I hate electronic medical records I hate that with my patients now as I trained to be a psychiatrist And I'm a resident now not even a full psychiatrist, but I'm not gonna get enough time with my patients And I'm not going to get enough time to help people with their mental health issues. And so I hope that this podcast can serve of simply help to someone out there dealing with some kind of mental health challenge. I have a couple cool episodes coming up uh, over the course of these next couple weeks. This episode, I'm interviewing my great friend, Dr. Macy Gilo. She's a general surgeon resident. She's been on a couple times. Oh gosh, I don't even remember all the episodes, I'll put them in the notes, but she's great, she's super cool, well-spoken, and we talk about the wild emotional experience of right before the match, um, and the, the match is this horrible, stupid, corrupt, dumb system of when medical students graduate and get to the next level of residency, which is required, uh, it's not an option by any means. And yeah, it's, it's a dumb process. It's incredibly stressful, emotional, positive and negative ways. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you want to just support this podcast, please send this and whatever else I do, the book and other content to anyone out there that you think might enjoy it. I'd really appreciate it. Enjoy the episode.
1: Um, well, I've got my Dutch brothers, got some caffeine for the night ahead.
0: And is this night of surgery or night of medicine?
1: It's trauma nights, but on the weekends, it's like trauma patients and any elective surgery patients that are in the hospital, we will like check on them. And then if anything comes in overnight, surgery wise, we'll deal with it.
0: Man, that's wild.
1: I know I've been on, I did a month of nights. I had two weeks off. One of them was on vacation and then back to two weeks of nights and then I should be done with nights for a little while.
0: And what's the shift?
1: 6 a 6 p.m. to 6 a.m.
0: Oh, Oh, are you sleeping?
1: Yeah, actually. I feel like I'm getting like six to seven hours of sleep.
0: Oh really? Wow.
1: Yeah. Like I, besides like the, I feel like when I'm on night shift, i never get like laundry or groceries, you know, I just like work and sleep and go back to work. Um, but I do feel yeah. more rested. <laughs> I don't hmm. know. I haven't really figured out that balance for some reason.
0: Damn. Yeah, we never really do night shift, but we do like 24s once a week or so.
1: Oh, dang. Yeah, we don't do those as interns, but that's what the seniors do.
0: But I can do some of it from home. Rub it in.
1: Oh. Yeah. So like,
0: I'm sorry. Do
1: you have to work the next day if you do call from home.
0: Um half days. So you go oh. in at noon.
1: Okay.
0: Um sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's all night, like you're still getting woken up. But some nights it is like a reasonable like five hour sleep at home. It's not bad. No. Oh. Not good, but I guess not as terrible as it could be. The, but yeah. The,
1: yeah, the things we've like decided are okay.
0: Are normal. <laughs> really yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. It's so stupid. Yeah, I just got off a podcast recording with um, Ben that I'll release the week after yours, the week of Soap Week, um, talking about his experience with not matching. Um, yeah, and it just seems like a general easier solution to all of our problems would just be more residents. Like, it's so easy.
1: Yes, I agree. So, yeah. It's really insane, and I don't know, like, I'm sure people are working on it maybe but I've been like even just like the residency experience like last night I was just looking up I'm like are there any like committees or like advocacy groups or something to like make this better because it's sometimes it's insane and I don't see a lot of yeah. information I'm like gosh maybe I need to like do something.
0: Well and it like it just seems dumb to me because our salaries are paid Our meaning residents um by medicare a u.s government thing and then we more or less i feel like as residents kind of have a similar role at the end of the day to an np and a pa yes like you're being managed by an attending like it's more or less like you know yes we have different qualifications yes we went to different levels of school but at least at that level of training i feel like it's somewhat if you know you're you're someone's above you yeah. And then the discrepancy of pay is very different. And because the pay is coming from a different source, you know, the pay is coming like from the hospital that's funded by uh, other private insurance entities. Um, and so, you know, NPs and PAs routinely make double what a resident makes. Yeah. And it's just is so weird and so odd. And we fight for these positions and there's not even enough of them. And Ben you know, had to go through his experience of not matching. And, uh, what I wanted our episode tonight was like, imagine where we were exactly one year ago. Cause I remember what you were sharing with me is you had like this, uh, Apple watch at the time and you're like, dude, I'm having palpitations all the time. (laughs) Like
1: all the time. Yeah. I, I was so like, I think that's the time of my life. I've been the most anxious. And I was like, in my mind, I'd be like, "Ah, okay, like if I don't match, I will find something or, you know, we'll figure it out. Like, I feel like I could think rationally in my mind, but like my body was like anxious. Like I was having palpitations all the time, literally all the time. Like I would just be like standing in my yard and all of a sudden my heart rate was 150, you know, or like, And I'm like, what is happening? Like, it wasn't Mm -hmm. even like I would consciously start thinking about the match and then I would get anxious. Like I'd be doing nothing. And like, I feel like I wasn't sleeping very well. I was just like, I had so much anxiety about matching. And it was like, I remember that time, like where we're getting closer and closer, like we were trying to distract ourselves, you know, cause like rotations at this point, you're like, I do not care. I'm like, I'll yeah. go, maybe I'm going to leave the minute you say it's okay. Or I'm going to excuse myself. You know, like you just did not care about rotations anymore. Um, and so trying to do like fun things, like getting each other together or like going outside. And I remember one time you're like, this was like probably the day before the match. You're like, you need to go just like do like a really hard workout. <laughs> or something like just distract yourself like your heart can't like do that if it's too tired or something and like I I just like went and I just like ran five miles in like 40 minutes like I had not even been running but I like just ran my little heart out and I was like that felt so good and that's like I think that did help I did not get palpitations that day
0: that's interesting (laughs) yeah and then was it I guess different than your normal kind of workout that particular day like
1: I mean i would kind of been like trying to run here and there but like I hadn't run five miles like I was like kind of a pathetic runner Um, and I would probably run like a couple miles you know and like I don't know I just was like I just gotta go and it just like kind of felt good to just like just run and run and run Um, so I just like ran until I was like tired I didn't even set out with the distance I was just like I'm just gonna go (laughs) see like when I stop at this point Um,
0: but it really um, is like a principle I use so much actually more. And like, I feel like sometimes it's anxiety for me, but more for me personally, like mania, like if I start to feel like a little bit of my manic sensation, energy ness come on. If I just try to use that negative energy into, uh, you know, exercise can sometimes feel like a negative experience. Like it's painful in some regard, but putting it into that. like it then just I just feel so tired I like am not anxious afterwards and that's awesome that you kind of implemented I didn't I didn't realize that or you probably told me at the time but that had uh you still remembered I guess a year ago so Macy why do you think you were so anxious though like so different um you know a year ago right around this time like why were you so particularly anxious about the match you think
1: I remember like, okay, you go through medical school and it's hard and it's like, you know, four years of studying and, you know, deciding what you want to do with your life. And then you spend your fourth year, like traveling away from home. Like, you know, I was doing surgery auditions, which I'm sure like auditions in any field are challenging. Um, And so like for surgery, like I was working like super long hours. I was trying to just prove myself at all these programs away from home and so I was just like, oh my gosh, like I've been working so hard. It feels like for so long. No. And I just want this to work out. Like I just want to be able to do the thing that I want to do and this and to be like not really in a hundred percent control of that with the match is crazy. Like this whole match system, like I know that they say like more people find positions this way, but like mm-hmm. I feel like you just don't have that much control. Like you like put in your list here's where I want to go I've done all the things and you just kind of wait now um and that just really stressed me out that there wasn't something more I could just do to make sure it happened because that's like Mm -hmm. my whole thing I'm always like very on top of things so that I can make sure the thing happens that I need to happen and I couldn't do that um and I was like what if I don't like I really didn't have a good backup plan so I was like, if I don't match into surgery, I didn't ring I didn't I didn't rank any other specialties. So I was like, I'll just find something in a soap, which we later found out was a huge risk.
0: Yeah. The soap
1: did not go well, uh, for most people. Um so I don't know what I would have done. And part of me was like, It's fine, I'll be fine. I'll just find something else. And I don't know that I would have been fine, but I kept telling myself <laughs> like this is not a big deal, it's okay. But like mm-hmm. my body was like, no, you don't actually believe that. Um, and just like feeling like you would, and I need to say this, that I was so certain I was not going to match. Like the, that day I woke up like dressed ready to like start interviewing because I was like, it's not happening for oh, me. Oh wow. Um, And um, so like, I know like anyone who didn't match, like, I feel like that could have happened to any of us, you know, Mm -hmm. like, especially this past year. So like, and I, while I didn't feel that actual feeling of not matching, like I feel like I was so prepared to just feel like, man, I feel like I failed, you know, like I tried my hardest and it just didn't work. And I just, I don't know. I was really afraid of that feeling too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I feel like the whole time we just play all these like weird, because we're all like so analytical being in medicine, like analytical analysis of ourself, and mm-hmm. like, what's our step one score? What's this score? What's this, how many extra things did I do? So, okay, this I should match here, blah, blah, blah. And like you really have no idea, I feel like what your actual chance is. And like oh, there God. is just such a component of luck. At the end of the day, to this match process, and it's kind of very odd because, like I kept saying earlier, like we could just have more positions. Like I, all doctors, all residents are overworked. Like it seems pretty easy, but you know that's not the reality we live in right now. And so much of it is luck. And what I also brought up with Ben, it's um you know that being said, all the actual analysis of like. Act- maybe objective data your gpa i guess if you have gpa but we had board scores um kind of the nebulous stuff like oh they told me they really really liked me and if i rank this high i should go there and like it there's like those rules we're not allowed to say that but certain things get said and i feel like i almost had a very false sense of confidence because I didn't match at my top choice and you know it's I'm still very happy to have matched Um, and you know I'm a psych resident and very uh, privileged and fortunate to receive one of those positions but it is just always such a gamble at the end of the day how this turns out and you know the fact that me and you both matched I do like luck in a way maybe like spiritual religious however you want to think of it it's just like card was dealt in my hand or my favor in this uh this particular year and i did get lucky that's how i kind of look at that whole experience in a way
1: oh i totally agree because like if you look at like my statistics and then compare them to you know those reports that we get or like you know those things like plug in your numbers and it's like like i shouldn't have matched with like my board scores i i think i did have other things that were positives about my application. And when I auditioned, like I worked really hard. I think I can get along with people. So like not saying I don't have any strengths, but like just looking at numbers alone, like I shouldn't have matched into surgery. And so, um, I think like for me, I feel like I really because was like relying on like my like religious upbringing and my faith at that point, because I was like, if I'm going to match, like there's got to be a reason because It doesn't make sense if someone was to just like, just look at like my numbers. Um, And so like, that was kind of what I tried to like, calm my mind with like, okay, if I match into this, great, that's meant to be or whatever. But like, if I don't, then obviously there's something else I'm supposed to do and I should just be okay with that. But it's one thing to say that in your mind and another to actually (laughs) believe it and like move forward with whatever happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it is so weird because I was talking to Ben actually about this and he was, you know, he was talking to some mentors throughout this process and they mentioned how, you know, at the end of the day, your goal is still to become a doctor. That's why you went to medical school in the first place kind of thing. I tried to think of that in my own journey and like, you know, going through medical school, I only wanted to be a psychiatrist. Like I really didn't deviate. And I don't know if for you, you felt similarly about surgery, but like I was willing to wait. Like my attitude going into that it was like, well, I'll try to do a TY thing. If I don't get a TY thing, um, maybe I'll do research. Maybe I'll go work at healthcare insurance. That was always my joke. I was like, well, I have insur- insurance experience, whatever. Um, start paying back these loans. I don't know. Cause I just had my heart so much on psychiatry. I was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm just rolling the deck, you know, whatever rolling the dice. So, I mean, I guess a year ago now, like if you could do it any differently, like maybe just offer any words of like encouragement, advice, like what would you try to tell yourself a year ago?
1: Man, I don't know. Like at the time, I feel like I was telling myself all the things. I wish I could just like make myself believe that First of all, like, if you, it seems like, you know, people that we've known that didn't match, like, found somewhere to go, and um, it's been, you know, a fairly positive experience, or, you know, it's like, they're okay now. Um, And so, just knowing, like, okay, if you match, great, Um, now you're in for, like, a, a tough road for residency. is not easy. Um, if you don't match, okay. Like that sucks. I would say, um, I don't know exactly how that feels, but like knowing, like, I think it's easy to like pull away and isolate yourself and I don't know, um, take the time you need, but maybe like know that all of us, everyone feels like they could have been in that position. So like, there's no judgment, you know, like, yeah. other people just like want to support you and be there for you um and uh so I would hope like whatever happens if you match but it's not where you wanted to go or not in a field you wanted to go in like people kind of get it and no one really understands like what we're going through except each other like throughout the whole medical experience like no one can understand what med school is like unless they did it no one can understand like being in the match regardless of the outcome is like unless you've been in the match you know like and same with residency, like I can tell people, oh my gosh, I just worked 90 hours last week. But like, no one gets what that actually means mm-hmm. unless you've been a resident and worked 90 hours and you're like, dang, like that is tiring, you know? Yeah. So just remembering like, no matter what happens, the people that can kind of support you, even though like they had a different outcome or they got exactly what they wanted and you didn't, like they still get it more than anyone else, I think.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I appreciate what you said and how like, you know, me and you don't know what it feels like to not match. You know, we did get lucky in in very many ways. And so what I would try to say to someone who, you know, sadly in a couple of weeks did not match, like it's just the reality of this stupid system is, you know, easier said than done. I get it. But like, you are not a failure. Like this system, like in many ways, I would just say is corrupt. Like this is stupid. Like imagine if it was the opposite where there was a surplus of uh, medical resident slots and um, to graduates. That would literally lead to medical residents making more money those slots would compete for those um, it's a simple demand and supply equation you know we would make more money we'd probably have better work conditions more residents would be employed like it would be such a better system and i don't know necessarily like how we get to that goal of having simply more medical residency slots but we need to get there whether it's through more government funding or insurance actually some of the bill i don't know but we all take on so much debt in this process it just seems so stupid to me um so i i think you know talking to that person that doesn't match like this is like a failure of the system not a failure of you not this is this like you said it could have been any one of us and and i i want to be here for that person because man, any any mental health challenge is just so much better handled in, like, uh, whatever community you have, whether that's your family or your friends at medical school, um, but, you know, especially in friends at medical school, because they kind of get the process. It's so hard to relate, you know, if you're removed from what we went through.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, and, like, just as anyone's going into the match, like, I would say, do try to distract yourself. Like, because of the way it is, like, you literally can't do anything anymore. Um, Like, Mm -hmm. if you've had a relationship with any residents somewhere you went, like, keep in touch with them up to, like, some point. But once, you know, the ranks are in, they're in, you know, you can't change what they've put in. You can't change what you put in. So, like, at that point, just, like, you got to let it go and just, like, do, you know, fun things. You know, like, try to spend time with, family if you're done with rotations or if you can get out early like once residency starts you really don't have as much time so do the fun things go on the hikes go on the little weekend trips like exercise spend time with your friends and family like do all the fun things basically from now until residency starts because if you're like me you'll be really missing those free days <laughs> um pretty quickly um and It just will be good for you to just distract yourself and then the day comes and you just you know like anything like to get through medical school you have to be fairly resilient and so like what happens happens and you get through it
0: like i mean i really think one of my favorite ways that we kind of handled this crazy stress anxiety of last year is uh you know me and my wife and you and your husband, we would always go on like hikes and like take our dogs out. And I feel like for me, that was such like a mindfulness um easy exercise for me literally like exercising but also losing myself in the moment watching my stupid husky you know chase after Mm -hmm. your dogs with her tongue out of her mouth and uh lose myself in that moment and forget to think about all the it's like literally game theory that we kept playing in our head like will i match here i got this score blah 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 and it it just ate at me it would be all i would think about and i would check my email relentlessly and check these reddit subreddits about this and other blogs just over analyzing all this and it's i couldn't stop thinking about it Mm -hmm. and i imagine you know many fourth year medical students are in that exact moment at right now you know i think it's two weeks away or 10 days away whatever it may be um it's a really tough place to be. So I would, I would encourage yourself to lean into your friends. If you have, you know, if you're seeing a therapist, you know, don't feel bad. Now's probably a good time to go see that person again, uh, family, you name it dogs, I guess, but it's a real tough time and give yourself that grace to to take care of yourself and put your self care first.
1: I, I totally agree. Like, I feel like something about being outside, um, in the Yakima, like, I feel like it was kind of, like, sunny, like, Palm Springs of Washington, sunny, um, and that was just so nice, like, being outside with friends, like, walking, and just, uh, that was exactly what we needed to do, I think, in those times, and um, exercising, yeah, just baking, I think I got, and were we, like, quarantining at that time, or was that kind of off?
0: That was, like, at least some part of COVID, yeah, okay,
1: yeah, um, and just like, I mean, I think I had so um, I had a night off a couple of days ago and I went. Um, so Leslie Odom Jr., he was one of the original Hamilton cast members. He played Aaron Burr. He came to the Oregon Symphony and he performed with them. And um, I was thinking about it. I got like really emotional in the concert because, like, during auditions and like leading up to the match, I remember listening to like the Hamilton soundtrack all the time. And um, then in person, he was singing some of the Hamilton songs. And I was like, I just was like, Oh my gosh, like a year ago, you know, I was just like hoping that I would get into residency and I was listening to this song in my car when I drive to places. And then now I'm getting to hear him sing this in person. I'm on the other side of it. And like, yes, residency is horrible sometimes. And like, I'm so tired and like, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm here and I'm fine. And I, you know, I, it's just like, it's kind of cool that even though that whole process was like so stressful and it's like terrible, like no matter what happens, like a year out, like you could probably be like, okay, like I'm here. I'm okay. You know? And, um, I, I can, I don't, I'm not trapped in whatever situation I'm in. Like that's something I think to remember if you match in a summer or something you don't want to be in, you're not trapped yeah. there. you know, there's options. Um, because I feel like that's something I was nervous about too I was kind of nervous that like if I soap into something or like you know I, what if I don't actually want to do that or what if I get into this and I don't like it you know but just remember yeah. you're not trapped and you're you can get through it and you have like lean on your support people and I don't know.
0: And at the end of the day, it's still not even unheard of to ever do two different residencies at the end of the day. Like it would totally suck in many ways, but, you know, making the most amount of money throughout your career, I don't think should be necessarily our goal and rather just try to enjoy the process to the best capacity. I met this resident here who, um, she really wanted dermatology, um, and it didn't work out. She ended up in IM, and her attitude was, well, I'll do I am. If at the end of IM am, I still have dermatology, you know, maybe I can go work for a few years. I'll go do dermatology one day if I still love it. You know, like if yeah. you're responsible with your money, you know, when you do become an attending level it can be very easy to make that kind of uh lateral career change. Uh, yeah. You know, if you don't go out buying the, the new Porsche turbo, <laughs> you know, yeah. something. and, uh, or that, that beautiful house that you've been dreaming about for years, whatever, you know, it's like, you, this is possible to make this change. You know, one, one thing I really liked thinking about about a year ago that really helped me uh, my therapist years ago kind of taught me this technique, like, it it was, it's like a reflection about time and like, okay, is this moment going to bother me one month from now, one year from now, uh, you know, five years from now, and always kind of thinking forward um, in relevance to like the match moment, you know, thinking all that anxiety, what's going to happen. Oh my God. Like, should I be sending more emails? Should I be doing this? But also trying to take that backwards. And like, you know, five years ago before I had even gotten into medical school, Like imagine where, how far I've come in this five years. Like I would kill just to be in that position where I have the chance of matching into a psychiatry. Uh, When I first started pursuing this journey, I didn't even think it was possible necessarily to get into medical school. And I thought it was in many ways, kind of like a manic thought, Um, you know, trying to become a psychiatrist, like that's stupid, but it's like, well, why not? And then, you know, I remember trying to give myself like, wow, like this is probably one of the most, yes, anxious, but kind of exhilarating experiences of my life. You know, like this is wild, like this is crazy. And a lot of people, like you said, don't really truly appreciate kind of the true absurdity of how this match process works. Like it's so dumb, so wildly dumb, Um, but exciting nonetheless, I guess. Uh, They keep it interesting. Um, And it's just so odd. And yeah, just being in that, having that opportunity to even be rolling the dice with that. Um, I remember thinking about that, like as a person who when I was in working insurance, truly hating that job and you maybe as like a math teacher, not loving your job as a math teacher, like, damn, like, I now have the opportunity potentially to be a surgeon potentially to be a psychiatrist like this is badass. Yeah,
1: Totally. It totally was, like, I remember, like, before I even got into med school, like, watching match day videos on the internet. <laughs> I
0: remember you mentioning this. Yeah,
1: because I was, like, it's, like, and I would be like,
0: videos. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'd be, like, crying for these people because I'm, like, oh, my gosh, they're going to be a dermatologist. You know, I don't know them, but it was, like, and so I remember I was always looking forward to this day, like, when I got to, like, be at the match and, like, I think that was the other part of it where I was like, what if this doesn't like work out? And I've like built this day up in my head so much. And, and then I'm like, maybe I match, but I don't into something I didn't, you know, I'm not that excited about, or like into a place I'm not that excited about, or what if I don't match, you know? And like, so even just like the expectations of like that day, just the idea of celebrating that day, you know, like that was like something that I was like, had built up in my head so much and because yeah. it can be such a good day like and so like that's like it can be yeah that
0: day I'll never forget with you going uh yeah. our we got our uh you know spouses together and had ourselves a wonderful day
1: yeah we went golfing and like yeah so like the the and then it made me sad like people that were not happy on that day because I'm like man like that was such a good day for me and like I'm just sorry that like everyone didn't get that experience um, yeah because we all worked the same amount, like we all worked so hard. We took the same test. We traveled and like, just put our heart and soul into it. And then it, it just like, it's not fair that everyone it's does. Stupid.
0: It it's a corrupt test. system.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, I think once we do become people of, of kind of influence, like being real doctors, quote unquote, attending physicians, yeah. um, I think we, we have to remember this and, and really try to push it towards a a better solution because i think if we simply have more residency spots that solves all of these issues residency hours um pay the soap experience like it seems like such a simple solution um and where do we get the funding you know money talks that's all it kind of comes down to but i do think that there's a very easy solution to this uh problem um so you know i i guess this is you got to go to work here pretty soon So, you know, last, last wishes for this podcast episode is really for fourth year medical students about to enter, you know, the match a week from now. What are your last words, last uh, words of encouragement, advice, whatever?
1: So I would say this, when I was thinking that I probably wasn't going to match. Um, I remember a lot of people saying, you know what, like are reading people's stories or like listening and people saying, you know, I didn't match into what I thought I wanted to do or I didn't get into the program I wanted to get into, but I'm very happy with the way things worked out. And everyone always said the match works in mysterious ways. Like it works out how it should. And so I think sometimes I'm sure it's hard to see that um, if it doesn't go the way you had planned in your head. But like looking at people who have, gone through that and are on the other side of it who are saying this is i'm happy doing what i'm doing now i think that's the important thing to remember i think for those of you who do match successfully on match day like just celebrate that day it is can be such a fun day it can be like just the most relieving (laughs) day of your life um a memorable
0: day you know a day you'll never forget
1: absolutely like take pictures be with your friends and family like go do something fun like it's such a cool day um and just, you know, give people space who it doesn't go that way, but like, don't let them just, um, flounder alone, you know, like, I don't know, try to find the balance between being annoying and giving, you know, not giving yeah. them enough space and, but like letting them feel like really isolated and well, like, you know, it's a hard line to walk, but like, just know, like some people are not happy that day and, um, just be mindful of that, I guess. Um, And I don't know. It's, I hope it goes well for everybody. I hope everyone gets some kind of celebration because, um, you've worked so hard and just know that whatever happens, like that doesn't take away from everything you've done and who you are as a person. Like that is not a reflection of that. Um, you've worked hard. You would not be in this position if you weren't deserving of a residency spot you know like to be applying and and all these things like you should have a place and if you don't it's yeah it's not a reflection of you like logan has said it's it's a system
0: yeah so i kind of have like two thoughts i guess to finish our podcast episode on like first you know and i really wonder if you're the same attitude like if i didn't match into a psychiatry spot uh last year i really think i wouldn't have wanted to do a plan b you know, like I entered into this experience so much, like I'm being a goddamn psychiatrist. Like I'm becoming a psychiatrist. And like I think I would have tried to take a year off doing something research, I don't know, or health insurance, whatever. So if you're that person, if you have that similar attitude and maybe you're so stubborn, kind of crazy pig headed like I am, do it. Like I, like whatever, you have to do what makes you happy. And I think like I would have needed to. Her- heard that last year if I was in that position where I didn't match and I don't know did you have that same attitude towards surgery what were you at
1: I feel like when I was applying to surgery I didn't really have a backup plan but I said um I in my mind I was like no if like if there's surgery in the soap I'll apply for it but also if there's family medicine or I am like I just had it in my mind like then that's what I sh- am supposed to do like if I don't mm. have surgery and I do find an opportunity for something else then there's my answer you know like and um I was mentally preparing myself to be okay with that um but yeah. I don't I think I maybe would have felt some kind of like grief momentarily but like I, was I wonder like, if
0: you did that you would have switched back to surgery in the end anyway
1: Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I I was kind of like, I just am gonna jump ship. Because I felt like I was like in over my head applying to surgery anyway, like out of my league. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I tried, but probably I need to like, just take something else. And that's not because I felt so much that I just needed to have a spot regardless of what I wanted. I just felt like that was going to be like my sign that, okay, I wasn't supposed to be a surgeon. Um, because I totally agree with you. If like someone goes into the match, like I want to do this job. I can't imagine anything else. Then yeah, like you don't need to just take something else just to have a spot. Um, you should do what you're talking about. Like take a minute and, you know, get regroup and try again. Because like there's no sense in doing all this work to become a psychiatrist and then it doesn't work out the first time. So you're like, meh.
0: Yeah. I guess I it's your life. Time. You know, you're the only yeah. one that's going to live it. Yeah. And so I guess the last thought that I have is just kind of, you know, I really believe in like the concept of biodiversity and the sense of like biodiversity of life. And like, you know, if, your life is so much more diverse than simply being a ex resident, I am resident dermatology resident, um, ortho resident, whatever, you know, like you can also be a a spouse, a dog, dad, a golfer, a biker, you know, you name it, like your life needs to have all these other components and, and remind yourself how valuable those things actually are in your life because, you know, we're just so much more than medical students. And I think that, or medical residents, whatever. Um, you know, think about that in, in this process and try to remind yourself of that as much as you can. Um, Macy, I really enjoyed talking to you. You have to go to work right now. Man, fitting in a podcast before work. That's tough. I'm over here ending my day um, with a podcast. My lovely wife is, uh, oh, you just missed her. She has her headphones in. She didn't, she didn't oh, hear me. But I hope you have a wonderful shift. I missed you last week in uh, Palm Springs. I wish I could have seen you.
1: No, um
0: sure. let's plan another another time to get together
1: yes for sure tell the puppies hi
0: i and- will yep t- tell your <laughs> husband and your dog uh, i hope this evening shift is nothing too wild and get some sleep okay.